Good evening, Fluid Family. This is your girl, Danny Star, and I'm here with another great episode on Fluid Opinions. Tonight's subject is about 2019. What did it bring you? What did it teach you? Did you get anything good? Did you get anything bad? Did you learn your lesson? Or did you receive a lesson in any of these situations? What did it bring you? For me, 2019 brought recovery. It brought me back to my true self. Because 2018 was super rough. Now, a quick snippet of 2018. I was in a dormant, I was leaving a dormant relationship. I got into a situation that I shouldn't have gotten into, but it, one thing led after the other, and yeah, it turned into a, a, a situation, just like I said. Now, the words for that situation was I needed to take at least a year off. I needed to detox, and we'll revisit this at a later time. Before the word detox was even out of this person's mouth, they were already laid up with somebody else. So I'm going from being heartbroken because I I kind of wasted time in the dormant relationship. Not kind, I did. I wasted time in the dormant relationship, got into a situation that I wasn't supposed to get in, but I advised how I felt about that particular person they stated they didn't want to ruin the great friendship that we had. And they turned around and changed their mind. And I got caught up in the crosshairs. But again, I allowed myself to actually fall for the thing that they, the words they were actually saying. Knowing that I know this particular person and how they actually function. So, okay, we went from that dormant relationship situation problems on top of problems so I'm miserable I have depression on a thousand and anxiety rolling all in one that's a danger that's a dangerous dose of of chaos of, that was going on in 2018 and then mid 2018 I go to the hospital and I find out I have lupus now with lupus, I found out my kidneys had shut down and was advised, <laughs> basically verbatim, if I would have waited any longer, I could have been gone in that week because my kidneys had failed completely on me. I had to get a catheter put in my chest. I had to get dialysis three times a week, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I was in the hospital for about 45 days I got out and I still had to do dialysis Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. I'm a person who has never taken any prescription pills unless it was like coding because I had a pain here or a pain there. To being prescribed 15 to 19 different pills I had to take on a daily basis. Now these particular pills while I was in the hospital caused a lot of complications because with the CELSEP, which was the one that actually kept my lupus in check, that basically gave me a hard time to actually conceive. So if I was in a relationship with a guy and we were trying to have kids, uh, 
it would be real slim at that point. Okay? I have cell stuff that's working against my ovaries and messing me up. I have prednisone, which is a steroid, to counter and get my kidneys back its muscle work so it could do what it needs to do so I can go ahead and, you know, be fruitful, actually pee, let go of waste and all that. The prednisone caused me to have stomach ulcers, which in turn gave me pancreatitis. So now I had to get that cleared up. In the midst of me getting that cleared up, because of all the heaviness on my organs, it raises my blood pressure. So I'm on medication for high blood pressure. Now, because of the high blood pressure, it makes my heart race. So I had to be taken off of the high blood pressure pills and go into low blood pressure pills to even me out. And in the midst of that, I'm severely anemic. I was so anemic, I had to do three blood transfusions. Not one, not two. Three blood transfusions. Because even though I'm getting dialyzed, my blood is getting clean. My body is not producing the red blood cells to keep me going. So I had to be transfused three different times. That's a lot. Being severely anemic and then having lupus working against me. Damn. <laughs> Bed rest was me. And I, <laughs> bed rest was my middle name at that point in time. Again, I spent the end of 2018 in the hospital and trying to get my life back together. Luckily for me, I had my breakdown in the hospital and I had a team of nurses that were not nurses, they were angels. Because I sat here and screamed on top of my lungs in this in this little jail because it was only a little window for me to see outside and even seeing outside it was like I was looking on top of the building and I couldn't see anything else I could see everything else from a distance like the little trees were far I could see little cars rolling by and I'm used to being outside and running around and doing this and not paying attention to well no I paid attention to, to nature but I wasn't really paying attention to it and then being stuck and confined in this room because I could not go outside, it drove me, it drove me crazy a little bit. I lost, I lost it. I'm not even gonna lie to you guys, I lost it just a little bit. Like, bro, I need to get out. I can't stay here. Y'all got me trapped. I don't do nothing wrong to nobody. I always do good by everybody. The people who are doing the worst shit have the perfect health. So how the fuck am I the one that actually, excuse my French, why am I the one suffering like this? All I, all I ever did was care for everybody, but that was the reason why I was in the hospital. That's why I got lupus. I overextended myself for everybody. I cared too much for everybody. And because I cared too much, I didn't even have time to really pay attention to me. Because I've always had background noise, I could never pay attention to me. Because I was always worried about what this person was going through. What I can do to help that particular person. What am I going to get my dog? What am I going to do this? How am I going to make sure my son is okay? How's my mom going to react if I tell her? That? Like, I was worried about everybody but me. And the craziest thing is that nobody cared about me the way I cared about them. I mean, family is family. But the only person who really, really, really gave a damn with their family for real is my closest siblings, my mom. 
So then that everybody was going through their own thing. So nobody's going to really focus on me unless there's something's up. That's it. So I get diagnosed. I'm going through all these ups and downs and I'm, I'm just going through. I get out of the hospital luckily by the graces of God and the heavy prayers of my mom and, ch- and their church in Haiti and out here and staying prayed up. I get out and as I get out, I get a week off and I go right into work. Now, a lot of people were really against me going back to work after a week of just chilling out from being in the hospital. But I was like, bro, if I died, everybody would have still carried on with their life. You'd have been heartbroken for a little while, but then you would have got over it because I left my mark on every on those particular people. And life goes on. I would have been an afterthought. Not really understanding that I'm already an afterthought, even though I'm living and I'm still present. For some people. Yeah, for some people. So because I worried about everybody else and didn't take the time out to look out for me, I neglected myself. Because I neglected myself, my body said, oh, okay, you you really, you really not going to pay attention? I, I got something for you. And boom. I got something I can't even give back. That's the craziest thing. For overextending myself, for overcaring and expecting me and everybody, I overstressed my body. I overstressed myself. I was carrying loads that I was that were assigned to me. And I got the backhand. I got the, the ship end of the stick. So 2018 brought me chaos, brought me trauma brought me heartache, brought me misery. So when I entered 2019, I started out 2019 sad, like, because I wanted a certain situation to work out, and it wasn't. It, was gonna, it wasn't going to be that way because that situation had their fun and was over. And just the fact that I'm I'm sick on top of it, they're really not, you know, on that with me. So, I mean, I understood because it would be me stepping into another, yet again, another relationship while taking a break. So I understood it, but the words I was given is that I needed to detox. But as fast as that word detox came out of this particular person's mouth, they were already laid up with somebody else. Mind you, I should be worried about... <laughs> taking care of myself, making sure my catheter is out, and making sure I'm not overdoing it or whatever. But I, I got out of the hospital, I started working, and I'm, I'm still thinking about this particular situation. <laughs> Craziest stuff. I'm supposed to think about me, but I'm still thinking about, like, damn, what did I do? Like, seriously, honestly, you know me. It's not like we don't know each other. We know each other. And because we know each other, we have some type of history why would you not make me the exception? You treated me like everybody else that you treat. But that's where I had it wrong. I thought I was the exception when I wasn't. So I had to learn in the beginning of 2019 that I had to let go of that sadness. I had to let that, I had to let that feeling go because as much as I held onto it, I was gonna sit here and drive myself nuts for nothing while that other person was still living their life and having the time of their life with 
everybody. <laughs> so instead of, you know, getting into that mindset and falling back into that depression, I remember what got me into the hospital. So I had to recover from that. By me recovering from that, it gave me clarity that I expected me and a lot of different people. So 2019 told me to not do that. I don't expect me from nobody because everybody's out for self. And it's understandable. If you take care of yourself, you wouldn't get in situations that that I have placed myself on. I wouldn't have gotten lupus if I didn't, if I was selfish. Which is funny. <laughs> it's real, real funny. I wouldn't have gotten lupus if I actually got active and whew. That's a whole nother story for a whole nother day about being active and trying to get the eating girl, boo, boo. That's another story for another day. But anyway, like being being proactive in what I'm doing, what I'm eating, staying moving, and you know, actually doing different things so I could be a better version of myself. But again, I'm so focused on everybody else's emotions and everybody else's lives. I neglected mine, and because I neglected mine, I was preserving this. Now, a quote that I hear that I resounds with me is that it didn't happen to you, it happened for you. Lupus happened for me. Because if lupus didn't happen, who's to say something else there wouldn't have popped up? Or who's to say seriously and honestly, I would have been already in, I would not have been already in the grave. Because I sat here and worried about everybody else. Instead of worried about me. Because seriously, honestly, everybody I was worried about wasn't even worried about me for real. They say they, but you know, some people, actions speak louder than words. That's, that's, that's a real thing. So, 2019 brought me clarity. It brought me peace. It brought me self. It brought me back to God. It brought me... It brought me... It brought me me. Yeah, so it brought me be back, like the true me. Like I enjoy solitude where I didn't enjoy it before. I, I didn't like being alone. Now I love it. Like I love being alone. I can gather my thoughts better. I can navigate through different things without having chaos in my background. Without having to go nuts and like figure out how I'm going to get out this particular situation or how we going to get out this particular like I don't have to worry about anybody else but me yes I do have a child to tend to but I have help with that so I really have time to really gather myself so I could be a better version so my son can be like yeah that's my mom you get what I'm saying so 2019 brought me all in all, if I had to put it in one word, clarity. It basically gave me a, a towel with Windex, or not even Windex, because it's, you know, mixed with product. Bring it back to the old days. Newspaper and ammonia, baby. That's what 2019 gave me. Ammonia and newspaper. Wipe my vision clean like, baby, wake up, wake up, wake up. This is what, this is what really is going on. I had to let go of some tough relationships and it's like 
if the relationship is supposed to be what it needs to be, it'll, it'll come back. It'll come back even better. But if there is no change and it's not evolving, it's going to stay where it's at. That's how I'm treating everybody. Like, however you present yourself to me is how I'm going to present myself to you. Now, the only thing is, if you are crazy and in all this chaos, I don't have time for that. I'm letting you go because I don't have time for bad energy, bad juju, negativity, none of that. If you're about that, I can't deal with you, period. Because all I want to surround myself is with positive people, great people, people who's going to teach me something because I do not know it all. But I want to learn everything. I want to learn from different aspects in life. So that's what I know 2020 is going to bring me. It's going to bring me great people. I'm going to be catapulted into great things, great situations. That's going to catapult me into the next very best thing so I can understand what my purpose is, understand what my assignment is. 2019 was legitly newspaper in a moment. Wipe the vision clean, no streaks. <laughs> You remember how your mama used to do it. No streaks. You get clear bird eye view like, baby, this is what it was. You thought it was one thing, but it's something completely different. And now you understand why certain things happen. So I thank, I think, I thank, excuse me, 2019 for that. Because we're going in 2020 without no baggage. No pain, no fear. Open heart, open mind. And seriously and honestly, guidance by the great man above, God. With his guidance, I'm good. I know I can do anything with him. So, I know the right people's gonna come in my way and I might end up finding my relationship in 2020. Who knows? I'm not looking for it, but you know how when you're not looking for something, you on to great things, great people come your way, your blessings be wrapped up in that. We'll see what's in store as far as that. So tell me, folks, tell me, Fluid Family, what did 2019 give you? Because as you heard, 2019 brought me great sense of peace, great sense of clarity. Again, it brought me that newspaper and ammonia, baby. What did it bring you? Let us know. Let's talk about it. New Year's is up. 1-1-20 is only a few hours away. Tell me, what did 2019 bring you? And as a pleasure, it's always a pleasure with my fluid family. I hope and pray that each and every one of you get your very heart's desire for 2020. I hope 2020 opens up bigger doors for you, more happiness, more great health, more abundance, and everything in between. I pray that 2020 brings you joy, brings you peace, brings you happiness, brings you closure if you need it. I hope it just brings positivity because that's the trail I'm blazing positivity. So that's me, Fluid Family. This is your girl, Danny Star. 
hit me up. Let me know. Be good and always remain great in this life. Have a good one.